I'm not pulling my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another Drive to Work Coronavirus Edition. Okay, I'm going to do a two-podcast series. I believe I can do this in two podcasts, where I'm going to talk about the design of every card from Unglued. So I did a whole podcast talking about how Unglued came to be. So if you want to know, I did that long, long ago, my first year doing podcasts. Um, today I'm talking card-by-card card design stories. Um, but I have a lot of fun stories. So, so there are only 88 cards in Unglued. It's actually not a very big set. So I believe in two podcasts I can get through them. So let's get started. So we're going to start with Charm School. So uh, two and a white, Enchant Player. When Charm School comes into play, choose a color and balance Charm School on your head. Prevent all damage to you of the chosen color. If Charm School falls off your head, sacrifice Charm School. Um, first off, this is the first Enchant Player. There's a couple other Enchant Players, but Unglued was the first set to have Enchant Player that existed. Uh, and the reason is, uh, when we said Enchant Player, it's because you literally put it on the player. Uh, and the idea of this card was I wanted, um, I wanted some physicalness. Interestingly, I think this is the only white card that has physicalness, I think. Well, Night of Hokey Pokey's coming. That has a little bit of physicalness. Anyway, the idea was... Uh, I wanted you to balance a card in your head. Well, why? Why would you balance a card in your head? And the idea was, okay, well, maybe you were protected. Uh, and so um, that's why it ended up in white, because protection seemed to be a cool thing. Like, as long as it's balanced in your head, you're protected from this color. Um, and I, I, anyway, I thought that was cool. Next, the cheese stands alone. Four white, white, enchantment. If you control no cards in play other than the cheese stands alone and have no cards in your hand, you win the game. Uh, and the flavor text is, the meat, on the other hand, had frequent visitors. Oh, flavor text real quick. So my wife, um, we almost had a piece of flavor text to use that my wife had made, uh, Laura had made. Uh, and if I remember correctly, it was, uh, he was provolone, he wasn't good enough, he could have already believed it, I think, something like that. It had a bunch of um, cheese puns. Uh, we ended up going with this, but we were back and forth between these two, two pieces of flavor text. Anyway, the cheese then alone started in Silver Border, but uh, the Baron Glory, I believe, is the Black Border version of this. Um, I knew that I wanted um, I wanted an alt-win condition, uh, and this seemed like just a weird alt-win condition. That, like, you have nothing. There's nothing in play, and you have no cards in your hand, and nothing is left. Um, and then the... Uh, I think the name came about just because we were trying to figure out why it wants to be alone. And we, and we uh, figured out that the cheese stand alone just sounded funny. Um, but but the name came, the, the mechanic came first and the name came second. Uh, it, we didn't start, it wasn't a top-down cheese stands alone card. Uh, it was just, what's a cool alt-win condition? And it turns out, like I said, we made this in Black Border later. So uh, it wasn't, one of the things you'll notice in some of the uh, unglued cards is, and, for example, a Charm School has Enchant Player. There's things that we do that, at the time, it's like, oh, maybe we can't do it. And later, oh, yeah, we can do it. And so, Unglued definitely is paving way for future design. Okay, next next up is Double Dip. So, Double Dip is four and a white, instant. Choose another player, gain five life now, and an additional five life at the beginning of the next game with that player. And its flavor text is in a duel and taking a licking. Oh, so there's five cards. There's a cycle, the double cycle. There's one in each color. You get to do something now and the beginning of the of the next game with the same player. Um, and there's a limerick between them. Um, so uh, anyway, um, 
The idea here was that you, I liked the idea that you would do something now and then at, at the beginning and in another game. And so they're all effects that you, that you sort of, um, you get a double dip, if you will. Um, and they're all double, by the way. The, the, all this whole cycle is called double, double blink. Um, but anyway, uh, I think that we came up with the idea that you could do something now and something later. Um, it turns out it's funny. Uh, we had some discussion at some point of like, could, uh, were these programmable digitally? And it turns out that like Magic Online at the time, or Magic Online didn't exist when Unglue came up, but years later, um, it doesn't record, like you can't do it in another game. Like things in one game can't cross over into another game. Um, but anyway, uh, I just like that. Like I really was trying to mess around with doing things you didn't normally do. So the idea of affecting a game you weren't even in just felt really cool. <coughs> Next up, get a life. White, instant. Target player in each of his or her teammates exchange life totals. And the flavor text is, give me five or whatever you got. Interestingly, give me five would be a flavor text in um, another set. Uh, so this was part of a cycle. Um, we made a, a multiplayer cycle. So the idea was... They were cards that um, would work in a multiplayer game. So, once again, things that Un Unglue did for anybody else. Uh, this is the first uh, time in Magic that we made reference to teammates or, or even the idea that there are more than two players playing Magic. Uh, Unglued was the first. And once again, now that's something we do. So you, you can see the theme here. Charm School does enchant player. Now we do enchant player. Cheese Den Alone literally got made as a black border card. Get a Life references teammates. And now we make products that re you know, reference multiplayer play. So even, even within the, the first four cards, three of them are hints of kind of places we went. This is why, by the way, when I... One of the one of the reasons. I mean, I think there's many reasons unsets are awesome. But one of the things that I, as a as as the head designer, is... This really lets us explore things in a safe space that once they prove themselves later on, like, like there's a lot of stuff that we've done in Silver Border that Black Border is, has taken on. And so it's very interesting to sort of, uh, anyway, to, to see that. Okay, next up. I'm Rubber, Your Glue. White, white. It's an enchantment. Speak only in rhyming sentences. If you did not, sacrifice I'm Rubber, Your Glue. Say, I'm rubber, you're glue, everything bounces off me and sticks to you. Target spell or ability which targets only you, targets another player of your choice instead. Uh, the new target must be legal. Um, so this, uh, this card was, we were, I liked the idea that something forced you to talk in rhymes. Uh, I'm rubber, you're glue, everything bounces off me and sticks to you is an expression for those that have never heard it before. It's thing kids will say. Um, when, when you, when someone insults somebody, you say this back to them is the idea. Um, and then once again, it's one of the ones where I liked having a rhyming thing and I was trying to figure out what we could do. And then the idea that, well, as long as I talk in rhyme, that you can't target me with things directly seemed like kind, kind of cool. And then from that, once again, some of the, we had the name, like the, the name came first and the mechanic came second. This is one of the ones where, um, I think... Well, I think what happened was we wanted to rhyme. That came first. We came up with the idea, I'm rubber, you're glue, second. And then, well, I'm rubber, you're glue, then maybe things you can't target me. So it's one where we came up with the general idea, got the name, and then designed around the name. Um, the other thing I will point out, if you ever looked at this card, there is a little guy in green that's kind of coming off the edge. So what's going on there is there's a card called Free For All. And in Free For All... There's a fight between leprechauns and pink elephants. 
and the one of the pink elephants is knocking uh, um, a leprechaun out of the frame of the card. Well, it turns out that he's knocking onto this card, that they're together on the sheet. And if you line them up, that the, 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 it'll cross the picture. So that's a little joke. Not a lot of people got that joke. Um, it's a subtle joke, but uh, I thought it was funny. So next up, Knight of the Hokey Pokey. So Knight of the Hokey Pokey is white, white for a 2-2, summon knight. Or, so this is back when um, Creature said summon rather than Creature Knight. Uh, it has first strike, one in white, do the Hokey Pokey. In reminder text, it says, stand up, wiggle your butt, raise your hands above your head, and shake them wildly as you rotate 360 degrees. Prevent all damage to Knight of the Hokey Pokey from any one source. And the flavor text is, that's what it's all about. So the interesting thing about this is the Hokey Pokey is an American song um, where basically you dance and you, you put body parts in and out and then you turn around. Um, so the funny thing is we gave this art to Keb Walker, who's a re really good magic artist, but he's English and he had no idea what the Hokey Pokey was. So, uh, I had to write him like a description where I, I explained like in detail what the Hokey Pokey was. Um, so anyway, it, it turned out really good. Well, but, uh, it's kind of funny that he didn't know. Okay. Next, Lexivore. So Lexivore costs three and a white. Uh, it's a, a beast, two, three. If Lexivore damaged any player, destroy target card in play other than Lexivore with the most lines of text in its text box. If more than one card has the most lines of text, you choose which ones of those cards to destroy. And then its flavor text says, plucking the chicken, Elvis expression meaning flinging the monkey. Um, the flavor text, real quickly, is we are parroting something we used to do like in Mirage and stuff where we do expressions and like, this is an elvish expression for something. Um, but here, we're making fun of the fact that neither makes sense. So, uh, you know, it's, it's expression. Anyway, we're making fun of that. Also, in the art, uh, the creature of Alexavor has ripped out part of the um, text box and is eating it, which is um, one of the things, by the way, that the way Unglued worked and Unhinged worked, but not unstable or unsanctioned, was uh, each of the text boxes were individually done as a piece of art, essentially. Like, we designed each one. So that let us do crazy things and breaking frames and the Lexivore could eat his text box. Nowadays, we do them in frame, so um, we don't do the... It's, it's very labor-intensive to do every card like this. Uh, we did do this for the early sets. Also, the early sets had a lot less cards. Like, this only had 88 cards on it. Um, so this one... I like the idea of caring about length of of text. Um, the interesting thing where I was a little fuzzy here is I just say text and I don't say rules text or so this counts all all text. Um, a lot of time when I, I mess around with wordy, I, I mean more rules text and less flavor text. But anyway, this one just says text. So the idea here is when it damages, it just destroys the most wordy thing. Um, I think I did it in white just because the flavor of something... I'm not sure. I mean, blue is a card that probably cares most about words, but blue killing things is weird. So I put it in white, because white, you know, structural. So anyway, that is Lexivore. Next up, look at me. I'm the DCI. Five white white, sorcery. Ban one card other than a basic land for the remainder of the match. For the And then reminder text. For the remainder of the match, each player removes from the game all copies of that card in play or in any graveyard hand, library, or sideboard. Uh, by the way, it doesn't mention Exile Zone, which it should have. It should have just removed from everywhere. Um, few understand the DCI's rigorous decision-making process. Um, so the interesting thing about this card is, uh, I designed this card, I named this card, I wrote the flavor text for this card, and I did the art for this card. 
Uh, this is the, the, the magic card that I did the art for. Um, so what happened was, for the art, was we were going to have a young child draw it. The idea was it'd be fun to have a little kid draw it. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I can draw like a little kid. <laughs> uh, so it's not as funny to let me draw since I can't draw. Um, and so uh, there is a duelist. It was very fun where I did a little parody article where I talked about um, that this was Richard Garfield. So there's a picture of Richard Garfield posed like this in one of the, if you've ever seen it, in one of the, the duelists. Anyway, the idea of this card was, I thought it was funny just to ban something. Like, what if you could just ban a card? Um, and then once we knew we were going to ban a card, we're like, oh, okay, look at me. I'm the DCI, because the DCI, for those that don't know, is the, the governing body that oversees tournaments, or at least it did for a long time. Duelist Convocational in International is what it stood for originally. Um, anyway, so... Uh, you get to ban things. Um, I thought that was fun. Also, uh, this is the first card. It, it uh, has an effect that affects the whole match. I, the double cards I talked about earlier affect the next game in the match. Uh, and then looking at the MDCI affects the whole match. So anyway, something something that we messed around with in the set. Okay, next up, Mesa Chicken. White, white. Uh, it's a chicken. 2-2. Two, two. Stand up. Flap your arms. Click like a chicken. Mesa Chicken gains flying until end of turn. And then the flavor text is low, Lord of Layers, proudly comb crested, hero to hens, father to feathers, crowning sun caller, weaver of wattle, elder to eggs, rooster saga. Uh, so the flavor text is making fun of a lot of like sort of the sagas and things we build. Um, anyway, I think Unglued had a little more. Uh, one of the things we've since stopped doing since Unglued is we no longer make. Uh, well, we do have you occasionally do silly things. I guess we no longer have the opponent have to... We don't force your opponent to do silly things, although I guess this card is you doing silly things, so that's a little different. Anyway, I don't know. I thought it was fun to make you cluck like a chicken, and we had a little bit of a chicken... Oh, there's a chicken theme in the set. It's not a real big chicken theme, but there's a chicken in every color, um, and there's a few extra chicken cards, and the, the set, the expansion symbol for the check is a cracked egg. So there's a little bit of a chicken theme. I dressed up like a chicken at the pre-release. Okay, next up. I gotta speed up here. Misdemeanor. Three and a white, uh, summon Lady of Proper Etiquette. Uh, three, one, flying first strike. During each other player's turn, compliment that player on his or her gameplay or sacrifice misdemeanor. And then the flavor text is even war can be civil because there's a civil war. Um, I like the idea of you had to be polite, a card that made you be polite. And so white seemed like the right place to force you to be polite. So the idea is this card is a little on the good side, at least at the time we made it. Not, now it's not so amazing. But at the time we made it, it was a little on the strong side. But it had the downside of you had to, you had a, I mean, not downside, but it made you, it made you do something. Uh, and if you don't do it, you lose it. And, and there's other cards that interact with this. Uh, there's car verbal cards and things that matter. Okay, once more with feeling. White, 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 white. Um, sorcery. Remove once more with feeling from the game, as well as all cards in play and in all graveyards. Each player shuffles his or her head into his or her library, then draws seven cards. Each player life total is set to ten. Uh, so this was... It's not exactly a sub-game in the sense that you don't come back to the original game, but it does make you sort of start over, but in a limited game. You know, like, you're playing a game now, but it's kind of half of what it was. So you're, you're playing a new game. You're stopping the game you're in and starting a new game. Um, we had, they'd since said, uh, Richard made Shahrazad in Arabian Nights, and it was decided that we were going to do no more sub-games in Magic, at least in Black Border Magic. So I was like, okay, I'm in Silver Border. So I was going to do, uh, so I did, a, it's sort of a sub-game. Every unset I've, I've done a, a sub-game in, just because sub-games are fun. All the, all the uh, expansions, um, Unhinged and Unstable, each had a, a sub-game. 
Okay, next, Prismatic Wardrobe, white, sorcery. Destroy target card that does not share a color with closing worn by its controller. You cannot choose an artifact or land card. So the idea is this destroys creatures and enchantments because it was white, although, ironically, white probably... Oh, I see, the reason to destroy artifacts or lands is most of the time, artifact and land aren't colored, and we didn't want to confuse people. Nowadays, we make colored artifacts, so... Um, but anyway, the flavor of this, what we're trying to do with this card, by the way, is I wanted people to come to unglued tournaments dressed with all five colors of magic. Um, but what ended up happening was this card just ended up not being that good just because people without even trying tend to wear, you know, a de- like you're wearing blue jeans and have blue and your shoes are white and maybe you have black on Like people ended up sort of without trying hitting enough of the magic colors that it just wasn't worth playing. So it wasn't worth worrying about. So nobody dressed up. So it didn't quite, didn't quite get there. Finally in white, sex appeal, white, uh, instant. Prevent up to three damage total to any number of creatures and or players. If there are more players in the room of the opposite sex, prevent up to three additional damage total to any number of creatures and or players. Um, I will say about this card, the current or- oracle taxes prevent the next three damage that would be dealt this turn to any number of targets, divide as you choose. If there are more people in the room of a different gender than you are, than you are as you cast the spell, prevent the next six w- this way. Uh, the reason this card got made... I think was, at the time, there's even less women playing than there are now. I mean, now, I mean, there's still more men than women playing Magic. But there were a lot less women playing. Uh, a lot, lot, lot more women play Magic now than back then, back in 1996. So, um, I was just trying to make a card that was, uh, just trying to encourage, you know, uh, women to play was the idea at the time. Um, but anyway, uh, that is that. Okay, moving on. Bureaucracy. Three blue blue enchantment. Uh, pursuant to subsection 3.14 of Richard's Rules of Order, during the upkeep of each participant in this game of the Magic the Gathering trading card game, hereafter known as Player, that player performs all actions in the sequence of previously added actions, hereby known as Action Queue, in the order those actions were added, then adds another action to the end of the Action Queue. All actions must be simple, physical, or verbal actions that a player can perform while sitting in a chair without jeopardizing the health and security of said player. If any player does not perform all the prescribed actions in the correct order, sacrifice bureaucracy and said player discards his or her complement of cards in hand. So the idea of bureaucracy is you're playing this little game in which on your turn you add a little sequence and the next person has to add a sequence. And so I, I pat my head. On your turn, you rub your tummy. So you have to pat your head and rub your tummy. Then on my turn, I pat my head, rub my tummy, and say, boo-boo. And then you just keep adding things. And so the idea is the person that first messes this up discards their whole hand. Um, this card is weird in that the effect of this card um, is not really blue, like b- making you discard. Uh, I think we did it because bureaucracy itself felt felt blue, although ironically it probably feels more white than blue. Um, not that, so anyway, the cool thing about this card is, well, we wrote it as if it was written in sort of lawyer speak, um, but a lot of people got confused by it, which was not really the intent, but, um, I, I will note one of the jokes that people miss or that's cute is that the art is held up with red tape, uh, and then there's a maze, uh, the front of, there's like a little, um, guy who's a bureaucrat and there's a little maze on the front of his thing. Um, but anyway, that's bureaucracy. Censorship. Censorship costs blue enchantment. When censorship, when censorship comes into play, choose a censored word. Whenever any, uh, well, whenever any player says the chosen word, censorship deals two damage to him or her. There's parts that are blacked out on the card. It says editors note there were no suitable flavor text submissions for this card. Um, so the funny thing is, we took 
Uh, this is like Keeper of the Mind, I believe. Keeper of the Mind got cropped, and so some of the art got taken out. Um, originally it was the whole character, the whole it was like a woman, it was the entire woman, and it we cropped out the bottom and just showed the just showed the top of her. Anyway, this is the art that got cropped out from Keeper of the Mind, uh, but blurred and covered by a lot of black bars uh, to make it look I don't know more censored. Um, but anyway. We decided that blue was the color that did more verbal things. So um, blue has a bunch of verbal things in this set. And censorship was punishing you for verbal things. The damage is a little quirky. Um, back then, blue did a little bit more damaging than it does now. Uh, but it is, it's still a little weird. Next up, checks and balances. Two and a blue enchantment. Whenever any spell is played, counter that spell of each player other than the caster and his or her teammates agrees to choose and discard a card. Those players must discard those cards after agreeing. Checks and balances may only be played only in a game with three or more players. Um, so the idea is this is another multiplayer card meant for a multiplayer play. Um, so the idea is that everybody has to discard a card. Um, so the idea is everybody else in the game can counter your spell if all of them agree to discard a card was the idea. And so it forced sort of working together um, was the idea. And it was a cool thing that only made sense. Like, obviously, in a two-person game, if I could discard a card to counter your spell, well, why wouldn't I do that, right? Um, I would do that all the time. It turns all my cards into counter spells. But in a multiplayer game, like having everybody else discard a card to stop you, there's interesting takes there. So that was kind of cool. Next up, Chicken a la King. One blue, blue. Uh, it's a chicken, two, two. Whenever a six is rolled on a six-sided die, put a plus one, plus one counter on each chicken in play. You may roll dice only when a card instructs you to. Tap a chicken you control, roll a six-sided die, and the flavor text is, during the chicken revolution, the king managed to keep his head, while the others, well, just ran around. That might be my favorite flavor text. It's one of my favorite flavor texts uh, in the set. Maybe my favorite. Um, and, the, and the art is, is quite, quite fun. Uh, there's this rooster, and then you see an egg on the wall. Like, that's, anyway, it's, it's very fun. I like a a piece of art of the egg. That's cute. Anyway, um, we knew we were doing a chicken theme. Uh, the chicken... We didn't start doing a chicken theme, by the way. It, it wasn't as if the chicken theme was there very early. It's just... I realized at one point it might be fun to do chickens, and so I added them in. Then once I did that, I decided to have a lore of the chickens so that you could build your chicken deck. Although, the chickens are spread across all the colors, uh, and so it is very hard to make a chicken deck. There's not a lot of other magic cards that have chickens. There's a few other chickens, but not a lot. Uh, and... Um, I think with, I, I know some people have made chicken decks using, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, creatures that are all creature type, um, changeling, creatures of changeling. But anyway, it is tricky. Uh, and this was made, this card, by the way, is actually a pretty strong card. I mean, the only thing that keeps it from being a really strong card is there's not that many chickens. Uh, if there were more chickens, this would be actually a pretty strong card. Okay, next, Clambassadors. Three in the blue for four, four clam folk. When Clambassadors damages any player, choose an artifact, creature, or land you control. That player gains control of that artifact, creature, or land. So the idea is, this is, oh, and, and the flavor text is, sorry we shelled your village, here's some gold. It's making fun of um, re reparations, which is a piece of flavor text I did in Mirage. Uh, sorry I burned down your village, here's some gold. Um, so the weird thing about this card is that it's a 4-4 creature for 4 mana, which at the time, especially in blue, is really good. It's not even that good anymore, but it was really good at the time. And the downside is you have to give things to your opponent. Uh, the way Clambassadors tended to work was you would build a deck where you wanted to give things to your opponent. Um, 
I, I, I have built a lot of decks in my day where I give things to my opponent. I used to do it with Gauntlet of Might and Juxtapose, and then I made Donate. So anyway, this is another in that ilk. Okay, next up, Clam I Am, two and a blue, two, two. Summon Clam Folk. Uh, whenever you roll three on a six-sided die, you may re-roll that die. And the flavor text is, the clam's down in Clamville, all scootered and skittled. The three is no more, the clam fiddler fiddled. Um, anyway, I, I was I was proud of uh, how Dr. Seuss that sounded. Um, anyway, uh, Clam I Am was just a dice interactive card. Um, we had a lot of dice rolling. It's something we did in the set. Um, and I just liked the idea. The reason we made it three was... I didn't want it to be... I wanted it to be something where you want to re-roll it, but I didn't want to take away sort of, like, the low end of rolling, so I felt like, okay, it's kind of in the middle, so, you know, um, I'm happy usually to re-roll three, but it, it's not taking away from rolling a one or something. Because um, in the set, uh, the way die rolling worked in on um, Glued was, in general, I think higher was always better. Um, so you wanted to roll high. So I, I the re-roll here is kind of put in the middle. Next, Clam Session. Clam Session's one blue blue. Summon Clam Folk, two five. When Clam Session comes into play, choose a word. During your upkeep, sing at least six words of a song, one of which must be the chosen word or sacrifice Clam Session. You cannot repeat a song. And it says Duke, 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 Duke of Pearl, because they're all clams. Oh, the reason we did Clam Folk, by the way, notice we have Clam Bastards, Clam I Am, Clam Session, was I was trying to make fun of magic's tendency to humanize animals. So we were trying to think of what's the silliest animal we can make a humanoid version of, and we came up with Clam. Uh, clam Session is just a game that uh, I used to play at camp where you pick a you pick a, a word like love or something, and then you have to sing a, so- a, a snippet of a song that has the word love in, in the lyrics of that song. Um, anyway, it's a fun game, so I made it into a card. Okay, next up, Common Courtesy. Two blue blue enchantment. Counter any spell unless his casters ask you permission to play that spell. If you refuse permission, sacrifice common courtesy and counter the spell. And it's you didn't say the magic word. This is really close to being just a normal magic card. Um, really what it is is just it's a, it's a counter spell that sits on the table and I can counter one spell. Um, it has a little unversion that I make, I make you actually say something. I make you ask permission. Note that the way this card is written, all players, including yourself, must ask permission. I, I believe there's some question. It, we didn't say other players, so I think the way it's ruled is you have to ask yourself for permission. Next, denied. Cost one blue. Interrupt. Play denied only as an opponent casts target spell. Name a card, then look at all cards in that player's hand. If the name card is in the player's hand, counter target spell. Um, uh, don't worry about it. It happens to every maid sooner or later is the flavor text. Um, so the idea here is it's a counterspell for a single blue mana, but only if I can guess what's in their hand. Uh, this is another card that's really, like, Blackboard, this is one of the cards that Blackboarder could do. I'm not sure we would do, kind of here, because I don't know if we would do it. Um, but the interesting thing is definitely, um, it's really on the edge of whether, I mean, Black, the rules can handle in Blackboarder. Um, but anyway, it's a little game. It it ended up being, I I did not see Denied played a lot, just because it's, the only way you really play it is if you have some means to look at the opponent's hand so you know what's in their hand. Um, so anyway, this card doesn't get doesn't see much play. Maybe people can write into me if they, they play it all the time. Next up, double take. Three blue, blue, instant. Choose another player. Draw two cards now and draw uh, an additional two cards at the beginning of the next game with that player. And uh, it adds another piece of the limerick. But next time we meet, um, I think that's the fourth line in it. 
Um, anyway, this is part of the double cycle where you do something now, beginning of next game. Um, uh, the art for these are always are, are definitely a lot of fun. Um, this one has has someone from the person has his the future version of himself uh, giving him the winning lottery numbers and a black lotus. Okay, next up, foul play. Two and a blue enchant creature. Enchanted creature loses all abilities, and there's a one-one creature that counts as a chicken. I feel like chicken tonight. This card, I think we were trying to play in the chicken theme, and I turned you into a chicken. Even when I made this card, this card probably could have been Black Border. Uh, I, I just was trying to turn something into a chicken. I mean, I think the reason we said it was okay was at the time chicken wasn't a creature type we would do in Magic. So technically, I've turned into a chicken. That's the that's the justification for making Silver Border. But even in the day, if if, if it wasn't chicken, but a, a creature type we did, um, you know, frog or something, we we could have done in Black Border. Next, free for all, three and a blue enchantment. When free for all comes into play, set aside all creatures in play face down. During each player's upkeep, that player chooses a creature card at random from those set. From from those set aside in this way and puts that creature play into creature into play under his or her control. If free for all leaves play, put each creature still set aside this way in his owner's graveyard. So the idea essentially is you play this, all the creatures get taken away, and then one by one, you and your you and your opponent get to take creatures from this pool. So really, what it does is kind of mixing up all the creatures. Um, and this is where the the leprechaun gets knocked out off the frame that I talked about in um, once more. I, I, I talked about with the armor breeder glue. Um, okay, next up, Psychic Network. Costs blue mana, uh, enchantment. Uh, each player reveals the top card of his or her library to all their players by continuously holding it against his or her forehead. This does not allow a player to look at his or her own, his or her own card. That card still counts at the top of your library. Whenever you draw a card, draw that one and replace it with the next card of your library. So the idea here is, um... There's a bunch of games where everybody knows something, but you don't know, and you hold it up against your head. So we're playing into that kind of thing. Um, and the idea here is everybody but you knows what you're going to draw, but you don't know what you're going to draw. It This card is fun in concept. It doesn't play nearly as well, because it takes away kind of all the mystery for what you have in your hand, since your opponents are seeing everything you draw. So it didn't play quite as well, but anyway, it's cool. Okay, next up, Sorry. Sorry is blue-blue enchantment. Before playing any spell... If a copy of that spell is in any graveyard, that spell uh, capture may say sorry. If he or she does not, any other player may counter that spell by saying sorry as it's cast. If any player says sorry at any other time, sorry deals two damage to that player. Uh, so the idea here is um, we're playing this little game where um, in order for you not to have your stuff spelled, you have to remember to do something. And if you, or not just you, anybody has to remember to do it. So it makes this little game where you have to remember to say sorry when you cast spells before anybody else says sorry. Uh, and it, it just, it's, I mean, it, it's once again based, it's, it's played in other games. So it's something that I just thought was a fun game. Um, you'll notice there's a lot more just making weird things happen in games uh, that I, I, I liked a lot of creating chaos. The one thing I should remember is um, that when I made this, um, it was not... The idea of Unglued was you would mix it in with normal magic. It wasn't It wasn't that you were going to play it all by itself. That was never the intent of Unglued. It was, oh, I'm doing a draft. Well, let's mix in one pack of, of, this, of Unglued. Or I'm playing magic. Let's just mix in a few Unglued. It wasn't... The idea of the original was it was something to add spice to your games. It wasn't meant to just play this. And, and especially in Limited, just play this. So... Um, there's a lot more silliness and weirdness because I thought that you're going to be putting it in. So there's a lot of cards that do a lot of silly things where in small numbers it'll do a lot of silly stuff. 
Anyway, guys, I can now see. So this possible. This is a three podcast and not a two podcast series. Uh, I'm seeing this as I'm uh, as I'm running out of time this time, and I got through two colors, and there are three colors plus artifacts. So we shall see. But anyway, I am at my desk, so we all know what this means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you all next time. Bye bye. <laughs>